This episode is sponsored by my go-to stop for all things makeup. It's Revlon. Hey everybody, I'm Ashley Graham and this is Pretty Big Deal where confidence is key. Every episode, I get to pick the brains of brilliant, inspiring, honest, new and old friends who are a pretty big deal. Today, we are talking to the hilarious Megan Trainer. Megan is a master songwriter and radio darling who also happens to be as sweet as pie. In this episode, we talk about music, body, marriage, and so much more. Megan hey. Trainer. We have Megan Trainer on Pretty Big I'm Deal. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, congratulations about genetics. Thank you. Yes, He's, I dropped a song. I totally forgot it was coming out last night too. I you was did? Yeah. Cause we we just approved like single artwork. I didn't have anything prepared. And I was like, guys, we really dropped the ball on this, huh? Like, I don't have much to post. So today I'm gonna try to brag about it and No, but yeah. I kind of love that when artists are like a little bit, you know, they, they don't really like go in and be like, here's my music, here's my music, here's my music. They shove it down your throat. You, yeah. You just put a story up and it was like in so many hours. Oh, by yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, my whole team worked on that caption. We were like, what do we say? We're like, midnight, and then the DNA emoji. Isn't it insane what goes into a post? All of my posts. I know. People have no idea. It takes a city of us, <laughs> and I'm like, did I spell it right? Is this cool? And then we'll delete it, and we're all questioning ourselves. I know. It's stressful. Oh, Your captions media. are always great. I will say that I just like to keep it real. Yeah. And then when I want to explain something, then I go to like my girl and I'm like, yeah. okay, did I explain it Do properly? I sound smart? Yeah, did yeah, I yeah. use the right commas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the worst. That's the everything. punctuation. So we just got to see each other at Fashion Week. Yeah, my first Fashion Week. Oh my gosh, this was your first Ever. Fashion Week? Yeah. What? How is that possible? I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I didn't, I never did them. I always remember hearing about them and remembering like when I was in New York, I'm like, oh, traffic's crazy because fashion week. But I like, I didn't get to learn a lot about it and I didn't, I don't know, I didn't have opportunities. And this year I made a point with my stylist, Haley, to make sure I went in and met my favorite designers and and then luckily in those meetings, they invited me to their shows. And Christian was like the first meeting I Christian had. Siriano. Oh, Christian Siriano. I Ciriano. love him. He's the best and like the best at my curves, man. Right? Like if you look at all my pictures from Fashion Week, I look bomb, but I can't stop getting over that picture of his outfit on me. That's the crop, the black crop top. Yeah, it was like the crop top. I love a poofy shoulder. Mm -hmm. And like my midsection was showing, which is like y'all. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you had like your little abs on top. Dude, my little pretend abs. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> um, but everyone like Jennifer Coolidge, the coolest woman of all time were coming up to me and they were like, whoa, I can't pull that off. And I was like, but you can. Yeah. In Christian's clothes, you Hell know? Hell yeah. Oh no, that line of that front row was everything. Oh my God. I know. It was the coolest. Yeah, that and was the best. He, and the party. Is, They're like, is Ashley coming? I was like, guys, she's pregnant. She'll not come. <laughs> And, oh my and God. we were partying. I mean, I'm the worst. I'm like not really a party girl. Me either. And yeah. That was my first club in four years. Wow. Bro, I got married and was like, good night, everybody. It's That's what PM. happens. That's what happens. I don't want to go, but I actually had a lot of fun. <laughs> I just want to know like what, what is it? What from the beginning you were singing in church? Which, oh, yeah. Wow, hello. you did research. <laughs> but hello, church girl here, too. Oh. Yes. What kind of church did you grow up in? Uh, a Methodist one? A Methodist. Uh, you're like, it's kind of boring. I, I don't know. Boy. I've been going to Sunday service at Kanye West. Like, you have? Girl. Wait a second. I'm in the front row at Sunday service. Megan. And it's popping. 
I want to come. You can so come with me oh, whenever can? you want. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, like I know people. Like my manager grew up with the Kardashians, so like that's my in. Totally, that's the only in I'm in. Like that's it. Wait, wait. My friend told me that it was one of the most, and he sings in church. And he he goes on tour, but he said it was one of the most emotional. Oh yeah choirs moments that he's had and people were crying and yeah, it was, yeah. you're really praising. And there, well, it's like, I, I just love it because I haven't gone to church since when I grew up in that church and mm-hmm. church was like, not to offend anyone at my church, but like boring mm-hmm. and like kind of creepy and dark and I was like tired and my dad was like the only fun part because he was playing the organ and he's like, good morning everyone. And <laughs> I would sing with him and that was like the best. And now this church, like, or not church, it's a Sunday service and they don't, like, shove anything down your face. They're like, just appreciate life, appreciate what we have. They sing a song that's like, we have everything we need. And I just grab my family, and we start crying, and we're like, we have everything oh. we need. And it's, I wrote them a letter, um, Kanye's manager, of, like, I've never felt more welcomed. I've never felt happier. I've never felt, like, so spiritual and so happy with my family like this brings us together every week and it makes my family closer and it's like the coolest thing we've ever done so i'll be in la in a few weeks okay and i'll call you come with me (laughs) we gotta do it but i want to i want to know i want to know what it was like going from singing in church to 2016 and you're winning the grammy for best new artist like what happened there oh i jumped yes i was singing on the beach on nantucket for, like, people who were eating dinner that were like, meh. Like, and I had this one little fan named Bobby, and I just did the Today Show, and he was there. He, like, showed up. Like, he's still my number one fan that comes to my shows, and he's like, so it's it's Have crazy you invited him backstage? Oh, yeah. We yeah. were chilling all morning, but it, <laughs> that's my Bobby. Uh, he's from Nantucket. He's great. But it's crazy that, yeah, it felt like in one week I went from singing for a restaurant of people who weren't looking to an arena in Boston, like my arena, the Boston Garden for Jingle Ball. And I was in front of 20,000 people, which is more than the island that I came from. Like, that's more people than the island that I came from, the population. So it was all like, what's happening? Like, And we're still, my brother's with me, my mom's with me, we're still pinching ourselves like, how are we here? Like, this is the coolest Thing ever that you you're interviewing me right now oh. and that, like we're still like my mom's like I can't believe this is happening we're, it's it's great you were writing songs yeah you were writing music yeah and and what made you want to go from writing to hey I'm out here well, this is me I, I always Welcome. wanted to and I always felt the fire in me and I my dad said never I don't know how he said it but it was like don't have to rely on people to make your dreams come true mm. so I started learning production and I was producing these albums in my room and like a little beast, and no one's ever seen like a 16-year-old girl doing that at the time. And so I would walk into sessions like as a freak. They were like, oh, uh-oh, you're scary. And I'd be like, can you move over so I can finish the song? And, and, and this is when you were like 16, 17? Yeah, 16, 17. I was like officially signed by a country publicist. And I was— Country? Yeah, random. Because, well, I, I did these songwriting conventions like— like, uh, you submit your songs and then people judge you. Okay. And you hopefully get signed at one of these places. And my second year, I got signed. I was wow. like, I made it. I'm not going to college. <laughs> like, that was my, I win. And so they would send me to L.A. weeks at a time. And I would write with all these random strangers. And I kept writing and writing. And eventually, I wrote all about that bass. And nine months after writing that song, like, it was floating out and nobody cut it. No one could cut it because it's so specific. 
And then L.A. Reid heard it at Epic Records and was like, well, who's singing the song? Just go get her. And then they met me and I had like a backwards hat on. I was like, hello, Megan Trainer. I'm a little songwriter. I don't know. And I've just been holding on for dear life ever since. I'm all about yeah, that bass. I, about I like, that bass. Like my, no trouble. My audition for my record deal was me with a ukulele. Like the night before, I was like, I only have a uke. I don't do tracks. I don't know. And they're like, that's fine. They and loved I it. When it was like, I'm a songwriter and played it on the ukulele. And they were like, yeah. Well, L.A. Reid. Everyone else was like, what is this? But L.A. got into <laughs> it. L.A. was like, shoo, up, up, <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> he likes it. That's fine. Was this a dream? To yeah. This was a dream. And people warned me. They're like, heads up. He's going to bring in a lot of people in the audition room. And he didn't. He brought in like 12 people. And I said, is this it? And he goes, oh, you want a show? He's like, hold up. And then he brings in 40 people. And I was like, shut your mouth, Megan. What are you doing? <gasps> you're like, shut up, little girl. Shut up, you little girl. Like, <laughs> then I was like, gulp, here we go. And Did you write that song in the expectation knowing that it was going to be this huge body positive change? <laughs> like, all I remember is when I wrote it with Kevin Kadish, who's like, a dad. He's like, <laughs> like I just met this guy. It's like a blind date every time you write like a song with, you're making magic with a stranger. Right. So I was like, nice to meet you. What's up? And I was like, we both grew up chubby. And I was like, okay, we can relate about that. Aww. And we were just laughing while writing the song. Like, no one's going to hear it. No one's going to be willing to cut it. And I was like, screw it. I'll sing it. And I went in there and put on the sassy soulfulness that I grew up like loving. Which is also and Megan Trainor. Now is yeah, it's yes. like now it's everyone's like, oh Megan Trainor, uh, which is crazy. But um yeah, I sang it. He put no autotune on it. It was very raw. We left like, you like it? I like it. Okay. And that was that. That's amazing that you can just like walk into a studio, not know somebody, have a connection, and then boom. Forty five minutes later, I mean that's it. This is this is what put you on the map? Yeah. Did you know that you were going to be this this kind of like this darling for America about <laughs> body confidence? I mean, seriously, no, because no. I think there's so many young girls who looked up to you and said, oh, she's got a base. And well, we're not talking about the mm's, We're talking yeah. about you got junk like in the trunk. I got it from my mama. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even know that until I was like photoed, foot, like People were taking pictures of me everywhere. I was like, well, damn. Like, you didn't know you had body yachty? I didn't know I had curve. Like, my waist goes in, thank the Lord. And it's like, <laughs> it's like shaped right. It's like all the right junk in all the right places. I was like, but it, no, I had no idea any of this was going to happen. I didn't know. When it first started blowing up, I got a lot of hate first. Right. Of like, you got a lot of backlash. Line. What was that like? Scary. I it was is. Like, oh, no. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't want this. I wanted maybe. Like, I got 20,000 views on the video, mm -hmm. and I was like, that's cool. And if I get dropped, great. At least I did it, and I tried. And I was, like, pumped that I just signed a record deal. So when it blew up, I was like, uh-oh, hold on. Like, what's going to happen now? And then I've just been, like, literally running with it, like, holding on for dear life. Like, we're still here? Have you had trouble with your body ever, or have you always just been confident? I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Well, because wrote. you just said, like, you you know, you came out and you were like, oh, I didn't know I was so curvy. Yeah, I always grew up on the chubbier side. Like, my brothers and I, we all did. And then my older brother just shot up in sixth grade and became And now he's like a string bean. Perfect, beam. yeah. And now <laughs> like, everyone's like, ooh, hot brother. Like, that's what I'm known for now sometimes my, <laughs> at the Christian show. They're like, who's the hot brother? Oh, yeah. you had him there? Oh, yeah. Dang, I missed him. Oh, yeah. You can DM him to me. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I, I mean, I like, I like a hot man. Yeah, he cute, he cute. 
but Justin I was understands. Winging. Yeah, he'll get it. Yeah. No, I wrote that song like I wish I was hearing stuff like this on the radio. Mm. And like I knew it would never, I thought it would never work because people don't sing about that stuff. People are just hot and mm. like pop stars are hot and beautiful. I was like, well, I'll never look as good as Rihanna, you mm. know? I'll never, no matter how, I always told my dad like, don't worry because I'll be 26 and I'll be the biggest songwriter and then I'll figure out how to fix my body and lose weight and look like a pop star and then I'll do it. And so for the fact that L.A. Reid was like, you look perfect and you are perfect and this song is perfect. I was like, I am. And and then like I started learning that years and years of singing this song to people and seeing their reactions and hearing their stories. I was like, me too. Like it was my therapy. I just got chills because to have somebody tell you that you're perfect when for so long we've had to fit into society, into the norm, and here you are, you're like, I am me. Has it been difficult for you having the backlash of the skinny girl comment? You know, and and there's so many comments like this in music now because you just want to be yourself. But do you feel pressure now writing, thinking about those comments? Or do you just say like, you know what, this is me and I am who I am? Yeah, I'm so sensitive, dude. I'm so soft. Uh, I, anytime, like, people freak out on Twitter, I crawl in a hole. And I used to not be on Twitter. Like, I used to have my mom tweet for me or help me out. And, and like, recently I've been going on it and, like, really engaging with my fans. Twitter gives me anxiety. And then I went into dark holes and was like, mm. how do people deal with this? How do people survive this? People are really strong, and I always put on this strong look of like no one can hurt me but I'll, oh my god comments hurt mm-hmm. i mean even in interviews i'm like don't say anything you know right like, it makes you you'll just get a little bit apart, more cautious. or yeah and especially songwriting i'm like i want to help everyone and i don't want to upset anyone and that's like if i'm reaching all these people that's what i want in the first place so i'm thinking extra hard about it yeah yeah it's hard i understand that sentiment yeah when i think about photoshop I think about, you know, I mean, you know where I'm going with this, but I have been, I have been on the other side of a photo where they take out all my cellulite, they retouch my waist, they narrow my face, they, you know. What do you look at? What do you think? I think it's ridiculous. I hate it. And And you have no say. There are so many times where I've been on set and I'm like, hey, do you see that dimple? Do not take it out. Really? I say to the photographer. Because, you know what, like, we can't have these conversations of love who you are. And then our faces on the cover of a magazine. Exactly. So what happened with your music video, Me Too? So frustrating. Nobody believes Me Too. It sucks. So you didn't approve the the video before it came out? I approved a video. It wasn't Um, that. I... I was on the road, so I was in buses, and I was, like, traveling, looking at this video, but I made sure, like, I screen, like, because the fans nowadays, they screenshot it. and they put. So I go by literally every single clip, a three-minute video, just, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. And I have screenshots on my computer. I my, My whole family watched it. I was even, like, concerned about my dress. Like, you could see my pin in the back or something, and I was like, let's zoom in on that and make sure that's good. When that video was online the first five seconds i was like why are the fans photoshopping me because they were posting reshots of the video i was like why are they messing with my waist so hard and then i looked at the video and i was like oh god oh god it is my video you could see it right away oh instantly and my family was like that's a joke like that's harder than 
like Nicki Minaj's actual body. Like so, it wasn't human. What did you do? What was your first reaction? I screamed. I screamed. I was, I freaked out. I went, that was the first time and the last time I went right to social media. I went to Snapchat and was like, well, guys, guess my team messed it up. So I'm going to take it down. And my manager at the time, Troy Carter, ripped it down. Like he was like, this is impossible, but I'm going to do it. And he ripped it down for me. And when they fixed it, and I was like, I put it back up. And I'm in my hotel room doing glam, getting ready for, like, the Today Show. And on the news, like, Good Morning America is like, new music video by Megan Trainer apparently Photoshopped, and she's upset. And what I just Snapchatted is on the television, on but the news. Thank God you had Snapchatted. And I was like, right? I was like, okay, this is a good thing. I had people messaging me like, hey, don't do that. Don't speak out about it. You're going to hurt people's feelings, like the editors and— the director. The editor and, did it to you. Yeah, without and I, asking I found you. Out the editor was like in a different country, like uh. in a different time zone, and I, and they're like, it's gonna take a day to fix it. And I was like, you guys suck. Like <laughs> this whole experience sucks. At the end of this, after making all the phone calls you had to make and doing the Snapchat and all the press, how like, did how of did everyone you- to me? Like I am the no Photoshop girl. Like, this is who we're going to do it to. How did you feel? I mean, like, how— Oh, so sad. Yeah. So embarrassed. Embarrassed is the best word. Mm. Just, like, because I'm telling everyone, I approved this. My family approved this. And I I would have seen that in five seconds. And it was the whole video. And I was just so mortified that I had to deal with it. But now here you are. You can talk about it. Yeah, now I'm like, I don't care if you believe me. That's what happened. Like, Well, you hear it now, like, I believe I believe you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I've do. been on that just, other side of it. Yeah. If you're listening. If you're listening. Megan Trainor's It wasn't a stunt. <laughs> but now it's so— how transparent you are. Your social media. It's so fun. You, you tag Spanx. Oh, I love Spanx. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Yes. Here. She's wearing Spanx <laughs> just over her knees. She's just got— like, like this like, long silky are those pants or it's a skirt this is a skirt but and she I has was like, like a Givenchy sweater on I was at on. the Empire State Building and it was windy oh. and I was like I don't want to wear them I'm, I'm good and then they were like <laughs> you should wear these and I had my Marilyn Monroe moment hundred times I was like oh so do they go up and, came in. do you pull them up under your bra yeah I had that this morning yes <laughs> Do you do the over-the-shoulder? or Yeah, the strap. See, I, I hate the over-the-shoulder. Really? I tuck it under my bra. Okay, I was going to say, but then I get, like, muffin top right here I if just, it doesn't I, go up. I embrace the muffin top. No, no, you don't You don't leave it here. You tuck it under. And your bra just in. holds it? Yes. Your bra holds it. But you have to have your stylist pull it from the back. Like, here's the bra. Okay, pull okay. the Spanx. Okay. Okay. I'll show everybody on like, my— no, it stays. Are you dancing? Like, like No, I'm not dancing like I'm Megan Trainor. I'm not you dancing. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Yeah. So there's no rules for dressing your body. Rules for dressing me. Actually, sure. What I are guess. they? I'm scared of jeans. <laughs> I are you? hate jeans. That's so funny. Um, but I'll rock them if they're like the boyfriend or whatever they're called. Like the big, oh, baggy. Baggy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've rocked them like tight. But my problem is I can't. Wear jeans and sit down. Like I, I know the it's like the the it just the hurts me. My stomach, like it hurts and it leaves a red line. And if I wear it, like I don't like this area. My how what rated are we? Uh, no, we are X rated. Oh, we are. Yeah. Okay, my vagina area. Yeah. I don't want the fupa. The fupa. I don't want details of yes. that showing. I understand. So if you see my outfits, I'm like, let this. We will flow. never see Megan Trainor's fupa. You will never see a camel toe on me ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> ever. I, I, won't let, I won't let it happen. I won't. <gasps> Does Daryl like your fupa? <laughs> Loves. He worships my body more than I thought any person could. Okay, when I was. It's aggressive. I, okay, what I love is that you said, by the way, everybody, Daryl's her husband. And Daryl's so hubby. freaking cute. He's together. like here downstairs somewhere. Oh He's the greatest. I have someone on my team that was like, oh, he's in an iconic film. <gasps> Spy <Yay>! Kids! Yeah! <laughs> Which I feel like I have to watch now because oh she my called God. it iconic. It, just watch the first one. Okay. and Because he's six years old, like a baby, <gasps> oh and he's God. the cutest little thing. Oh, my God. And I want to have a thousand babies with him. <gasps> oh! Well, yeah. I can tell you that. How is it? it the first trimester sucks. I'm in the second, and I'm kind of into it. Uh, like, you don't have to it. suck in. Yeah, you don't. You That's, know what I mean? Like, when I, like, get really bloated or eat a lot, and I'm like, oh, I wish this was, like, for a life, you yeah. know? Like, yep, exactly. I was just like, it's okay. I'm making a life right now, you know? But I want to talk about what you were saying, because what I love that you said about Daryl was that he made you feel sexy. Oh, and this yeah. is one of the first times that you felt sexy. And I know what that feels like when I was 20 years old. I had a new boyfriend. He was my first longtime boyfriend. And he was like, your body is like a wonderland. Yes. And I did not know that a man would be that obsessed with my, you know, side butt, cellulite, like back fat. Oh, yeah. What did Daryl say? What did he do to you to make you just feel so comfortable with him? It's like the little moments, like when I'm undressing to get in the shower or I'm putting clothes on. And I look like, like I look crazy and I'm like slipping on a spank. He's like, God, I'm the luckiest man alive. Like he says these big liners that I'm like, really? And he, yeah, it's... It's when I feel my ugliest, too. Like, it's been days without makeup, and I'm just, like, in pajamas nonstop for days. He's like, like, how did I get, I? how did I marry the prettiest girl in the world? And I was like, he loves you for saying you. that. He's like, dude, and he'll give me examples. He's like, your eyes, your face, your skin, like, loves the tatas. Hello. Loves. I know Justin's a boob man, too. Yeah. Oh, and they get really sensitive when you're pregnant. You kinda, really? Yeah, you don't want oh Daryl boobs. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I heard. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, so I'm much just research. like, down, Justin. Get down! down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I want to know where did all of this transparency come from? Being real? Yeah, being um, real. I don't, I don't know how else to not. Really? I, I mean, they gave me media training one day at Epic Records when I was like first starting out, and she ripped me apart, dude. She's like, I can tell you're nervous by the way you're holding your knees and blah 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 blah. And I was like, well, this is stupid. I don't want to do this ever again. And I didn't. And my team was like, you're, you're fine. You have a good personality. Just be yourself. And so I just. So it was that one moment that you thought, you know what? I'm not gonna just choose to it not was be like, me. Yeah, it was like posture. Every All of my answers were wrong. Like, they were like, I was writing your album. And I was like, well, I saw a bunch of cows outside in the morning and smelled a lot of cow poop. So it was kind of stinky. But And they were like, don't say that. I was like, what? That's what I saw. Like, I peed behind the barn because I couldn't make it to the house. Like, Got it. So you've just. You're some just, real country. Like They Nashville. didn't like your honesty. They were like, ew. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so I also want to talk about your surgery that you had and the oh, vocal yeah. surgery. Two of them. You had two of them? Bruh, yeah. What, what was what happened? I failed. I don't know. I <laughs> I worked so hard for the, like four years nonstop. I was on like mm. every single day doing mm. a show, doing this. And I just, I'm not born, like my vocal cords were not born to do this gig, I think. 
because some people can smoke a whole blunt and then go on stage and have an hour-long show. Mm -hmm. I can barely get through, like, a 30-minute show. Mm. Like, it's a real struggle, and I have to really learn, like, okay, this is the part I sing, this is the part the crowd sings. Like, I have to, like, study that and really learn where I can breathe. And, And I was on tour, and I just kept, my throat kept bleeding. And I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was getting the best sleep I could on a bus and bouncing from hotel to hotel. I was like, I'm fine. I could keep going. And they were like, if you don't stop, you'll blow them out permanently. Like, you will do real damage. So I went. I had to cancel entire tour, which is, like, disappointing everybody. Did that make you anxious? Oh, it was horrible. I had, like, bronchitis at the same time. I was on so many steroids. So you know how that feels, like— when you're sick nonstop, so they just pump you with steroids and you're angry, fat, and have acne riddling my face. I was like, this isn't real, right? Like, just writing in my journal, like, nah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank God for a journal. Thank God for my journal. Because I can't imagine going through something that's so, I mean, it's life-altering. It's so traumatic. It's, it's life-altering. Like, I don't know how to, I just explain it uh, or compare it to a dancer. Like, say your whole life is dancing. That's your career. That's how you survive. And then you break both legs. And you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, you're out. I was silent. I was silent for over four months with, like, a new love of my life to Daryl. I had to teach him, like, some sign language. And I had to write in a phone and was like, "Mm." like, you can't go, "Mm." you can't laugh. You can't cough. Wow. Like, it's some type of torture. And then I got locked in my head for too long. And then I got crazy physical crippling anxiety that I didn't, like, really understand. I didn't really comprehend or I didn't know what people were talking about when they're like, oh, I get diarrhea and I, like, throw up. And I, like, all of a sudden I was having these physical changes to my body. Like, I'd be on fire. And I was like, oh, I I have, like, something really wrong with me. And I went to the emergency room, like, twice. And they were just like, honey, this is a panic attack. And I was like, no. I was like, it's an allergic reaction. And now you understand. Yeah. And now I'm fully in. Now I see how like scary it can get and have so many doctors like waiting for me to take care of me and a therapist. I got a meditation girl. Girl. I got them but all. But you have to. You know when you when when you have the means to be able to help yourself. Oh yeah. Do it. That's why I, like treat myself is my whole new way of life now. Mm-hmm. Like that's why my album is called Treat Myself because mm-hmm. that's how I had to like get through it and survive it and in it you're like oh I'll never get over this and now on the other side you're like oh. I figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last but not least. Okay. You are talking about your new song, Genetics. Yeah. Where did that come from? Every person in the industry, to me, they just go, yeah, write another bass. Uh, Write another All About That Bass song, which is why this album is taking so long, because they're like, nah, it's not as good as bass, you know? And I'll never not hear that for the rest of my life. I mean. So I was like, okay. What's another bass song? What's another I Love My Body because this is what I'm born with? And I was like, genetics is fire. That's a pretty cool way of saying it. And I was like, but I want to spell it like they did, like, B-A-N, you know, like yes. bananas and Fergalicious. Yes. That was, like, my everything. I love Fergie. Uh, glamorous, like, all that stuff. So I was like, how can I make one of those? And I was like, G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S. I was like, oh. 
And then I was in the shower like, how you get that bod, bod, uh, is it from God? <laughs> Did you work real hard? No, G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S. Hey. And I was like, oh my God. And I had You wrote that. it in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a week, I had that in my head. I was like, I need to get to a studio. And I worked with Justin Taranto, who's a big songwriter, and Mike Sabbath, who's this 21-year-old wizard from New York City, and he's so good. He's a producer, and he's featured on my new song oh, that's coming sick. out called Wave. But you're gonna love it. It's oh, I can't wait. And, and the album's the coming. Singer. Album's coming, man. Mega Trainer album coming. Three years hey, later, hey, here hey. it comes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Thank you for being on. So, the last thing that we do on Pretty Big Deal yes. is like a lightning round. Oh yeah. But like fill in the blank lightning round. Uh, okay. One worders. Yeah. One word sentence, whatever you okay. want. Okay. Okay. I pretty much always burp. Me too. All the time. Oh, I hate it. Justin I hate hates it. it. I feel like burp. Yeah. One sip of water and burping like I had four beers. Okay. What's the biggest lesson you learned in the past year? That's a big one to like just spit out. I know. The biggest lesson I learned in the past year? <sighs> Food can make you feel better. Like if you I mean emotionally, but also <laughs> I was so dumb. But also, if you eat healthier, you, like, don't have stomach aches all the time. I know. I had to cut dairy out. Dude, I can't. Bubble gut. I cut out, like, uh, I'm a pescatarian or whatever now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I need my dairy, so I suck at it. Oh, it sucks. I know. Okay, Anyways. what's the biggest deal you've ever made? Like, deal? It, like, a it contract? It could be deal or, like, I made a big deal out of that or a contract or money uh, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I made Or something a... was a big deal in your life. Oh, man. I suck at these. Um, no, you don't. The big deal. A big deal is um, Daryl, I guess. Daryl. Daryl. Oh, my God. Um, my I just imagine him being a baby and then them being like, baby Daryl. Baby Daryl. <laughs> Dude, when I met him, I was like, I hate your name, Daryl. That's your name? I was like, this is my guy, Daryl. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. Because Megan Trainer is a pretty big deal. What is a pretty big deal to you? Whoa, hit me with these deep ones. Hit man. me with your best oh. shot. What's a pretty big deal to me? Um, that sounds so lame. It's okay. Being nice to people. No, that's not lame. It's, it's a not, big deal. It's a big deal, man. I was like at the Today Show and I was saying hi to every person there. And they just kept saying, like one dude was retiring and he pulled me over and was like, I've done this for 11 years. I've worked with every star there is. You are the most humble, the kindest, the nicest sweetest girl that we like look forward to when you're See? coming in and I was like you're gonna make me cry yeah but and that's what like, it's all about going nice gets you such a long way in life and and friendships mm -hmm. and like you learn a lot I don't know I, don't I know. like give that. a compliment today that's my favorite be kind thank you Megan Trainer, for thank being you. a pretty big deal thanks for letting me do this it's such a big deal <laughs> yes alright thank you everybody for listening and watching and make sure to comment on Twitter and Instagram with Megan Trainer. Pretty Big Deal is produced by Pretty Big Deal Productions and OBB Sound <laughs> <laughs>